Hello, everybody. Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our match reaction show. It's finished. Manchester United nil, Southampton nil. I mean, it is. It is. It was an entertaining game. If you look at the scoreline, you might think it was boring. It was uneventful. So much happened in that game. But right at the top, as I put in in that in in the caption, United were cheated out of out of a win. They were cheated because if they had eleven players on that pitch, they would have won this game, and they deserve to win the game even with ten men because that penalty was you know was not given on Bella Kochap. So I mean. We've got to talk about the refs. I mean, it was just both decisions were wrong, according to me. And you can feel free to disagree with me. Put that in the comments. But I just felt both decisions were wrong. Um, and there were a lot of other questionable decisions as well, small things here and there. But those two were definitely very, very wrong decisions. The first one with the red card for Casemiro. Um, was that a red card? It's not a red card because he's won the ball, right? Um, you know, they talk about studs up challenge. Studs up challenge is when you hit, you know, the player straight. He's won the ball. After that... He is going to follow through. There is going to be a follow through. We saw that with uh, Kyle Walker-Peters as well. He he wins the ball from Garnacho late in the game. And then he follows through. He injures Garnacho. Why, why, should he get a red card? No, he should not have got a red card for that. Because it's not, a, you know, you don't. And the point is, it's not a red card. Because he's, what is he supposed to do? Once he's in the ball, follow through. What is he supposed to do? He's supposed to cut his leg off. Um, you know, or something like it's gonna. There's gonna be ha follow through. Is gonna happen, and you could see the Southampton players as well. They knew that they had got a lucky break their way because it was not a red card. Um, and you know. If they had lost this game, and even the fact that they've drawn this game, if I was a forget fan being a fan of United, if I was a fan of West Ham, if I was a fan of, say, Aston Villa, all these other teams that are fighting for relegation, they should be upset about that decision itself because that has given Southampton a point that would ultimately be vital in a game where they didn't deserve to get a point. Um, you know, they've got a point. Uh, and just because of the fact that they were down to Denver, if United were not down to Denver, they probably would have won that game. Uh, beyond that as well, the penalty, that is such a shocking decision as well. I mean, I know accidental handball happens, that is not accident, accidental handball, handball, because for one, Vashford's cross is coming from a far distance. It's not a close cross. It is a very far distance cross. So he's got enough time to adjust his body and to make sure that he doesn't, you know, his hand, you know, is not away from his body. His hand is away from his body. If he doesn't handle it, the chance comes, I believe it was Veghorst, um, who's coming on to it and he gets a shot away. Now, whether that's a goal or a different matter, but he gets a shot away. So he's blocked a goal scoring opportunity by using his hand. Again, I don't know. I don't know where Andre Mariner is thinking, where Anthony Taylor is thinking. I mean, I, you know, I, I'd be tempted to say that there's some kind of conspiracy. I'm, I'm not going to go down that road because I don't think it's conspiracy. I've always mentioned, maintained that is incompetence, and I'm not going to change my tune here. But second straight, you know, you you see these kind of decisions. I do feel that if that was not Casemiro, if that was say Kyle Walker Peters, if that was James Ward Prowse, uh, you know, if it was any other player with an English passport, I'm trying to think of who else. Maybe Harry Maguire as well. That would not have been a red card. That would not have been. They would just ignore it because it's English. You know, they they ignore it. But when it's not English because it's Brazilian, it's you know it's Casemiro, right? Yeah, let, yeah. Go take a look. You know, give him a red card. That that's the way it works. And I mean, you know, how do they clamp out that inherent biasness? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But the both decisions wrong. And I think I and I stand by what I'm saying. I think United were cheated out of win here. They've been cheated out of two points. Two points that ultimately could be important because they keep getting dragged back in this race for top four. They'd won today. Because, and it's not a big disaster to get a point because Liverpool lost, uh, you know, Brighton uh, got a draw, Brentford lost, Fulham have lost, um, you know, Spurs won, but the other the other ones that are around them have kind of uh, kind of lost. Chelsea was have won as well. So it's not a bad point in that regard that they've avoided a loss. But the fact is that they've been shut out of two points. And those, you know, everything else aside, 
those other things don't get you points. What gets you points is wins. You know, and those are things that you three points, and they don't get they don't you know they didn't get the three points for that. So for me, that was the the sad part is because if they had eleven men, they probably would have gone on to win that game. Um, just you know, just based on the fact that Southampton were not able to score. Um, you know, Theo Walcott had two very good chances that he missed, and that you know, glad to see Theo Walcott is still being Theo Walcott. Um, especially the one on one when he was through. I mean, I don't know what Van Bissaka is trying to do over there, and we'll talk about that as well in, in the wider context. But I don't know what he's trying to do over there. He just passes it, you know, so casually. And um, Walcott, once he's through, he's got to finish. What he's got to do is, is he takes it on his left foot. Instead, he's got to try and get it onto his right foot by going cross. He doesn't do that. And that helps De Gea because on his left foot, um, Walcott is never going to get a proper shot away. So he got lucky there. Uh, United got lucky there as well. I mean, there were some other very good opportunities. What I will say, though, is that 11 v 11, I don't think the experiment of playing Casemiro, Bruno and Sancho worked. And and that that is something that Ten Hag is going to have to fix. I don't think you can play those three together. And I hope we never get to see those three players play together ever again because at least not like starting maybe as a, maybe when they phone it up and you want to kind of you know give game time you can do that but in the game you know from the start I don't think we should be seeing that what's also bad now is the fact that Casemiro is going to be out for four games with the red card apparently unless they appeal it um which means he's going to miss the quarterfinal against Fulham in the FA Cup I think Fulham they've had a bad result today but they'll come back out of this and they'll go right you know nothing else at least um at least we got something to look forward to for the fact that we've now now that becomes a winnable game in some ways because Casemiro's out. So it'll either be Fred or, or Sabitza who will start. Probably both of them will start, and that you know makes that midfield weaker. So for me, um, you know, it's a bad decision and it's a it's gonna impact in a lot of ways. It also means that he's gonna miss the next three Premier League games as well. And that's you know, again, it's 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 games that are winnable. But I mean Newcastle will be will be happy. Um, you've got uh you know, Brent, Brentford as well. I mean, you know, the, the, those are tough games and not having Casemiro is going to be a massive, massive loss for Manchester United, I feel. And we'll have to see how they cope with that. Um, but the passing as well, second half, right. So the passing was very casual in that second half, which I was talking about. The fact that, uh, you know, Bruno Fernandes, I understand he's a number 10. He's playing in a deeper role. You've got to realize as a captain of the team, you can't be casual. There were a couple of times that he was very casual with his passing and there were a couple of other players as well. It's almost that there was no situational awareness and it didn't come back to bite them. They got away with it. But you got to have situational awareness, awareness for the fact that you're down to 10 men. You don't want to give the opposition chances. You don't want to make sloppy passes. It happened throughout the game, but it got more pronounced after 10 when you were down to 10 men because, you know, Southampton were looking to break every time they got the ball and United would have small periods of possession. You want to make that count. You don't want to just give the ball away, particularly very, very lax and very casually. So that's something as well that Ten Hag will have to look at um, and fix that as well. What was good to see was the the team spirit. You know, the fact that even then they didn't turn to 10 men. I mean, last season, that probably would have been a hiding. They would have lost 3-0 or 4-0 last season with the way that the team was. But this season, there's there's a bit more metal. There's a bit more steel. And they needed that. After the 7-0 that happened last week, they needed that that kind of performance defensively. I thought they looked very good. Yes, Southampton were going to have chances and they probably should have scored from one of them. That's going to happen. But what, you know, because you're down to 10 men. But I thought was that they never let that get to them. They never let, you know, Southampton pressure tell. It wasn't a case of, oh my God, you know, nobody's panicking. Nobody panicked. They all kept um, kept their heads and they made sure that even though there were chances being happening, I think it was almost like saying, it's going to happen. But let's let's try not to get sucked into it. Let's not get try to get sucked into that battle. And I and I am impressed with that. Unfortunately, team spirit doesn't win you points. Um, wins do, and they didn't get that today because the referee decided that they the referees decided that they wanted to be the stars of the show instead of the players on the pitch. So um, 
it's a, it's a disappointing result in some ways. I mean, you know, you, you take you you look at it at the end of the game and say nil nil, yeah, okay, that's a good result. At the start of the game, you probably would have thought nil nil is not a good good enough result at Old Trafford, and that's the disappointment. And the fact is, they had chances. United, I mean, the Bazunu save was incredible. I thought that had gone in, uh, and then it did, and it just hit the post and came out. I think it was a game where the gods decided nobody's scoring a goal today, but only doing red cards and doing controversial decisions. We're not letting anyone score a goal. So um, it is sad from that perspective. I like Bonnie Scott McTominay. I don't know if he would be my man of the match. I think Lissandro Martinez would be my pick for man of the match because he was just incredible with his long balls, was brilliant. His, tack- his defending was brilliant. And keep in mind as well, he was on a yellow card in the 10 minutes and he had to go 80 minutes because if he had got sent up, that would have been serious, serious trouble with nine men. But he made sure that he kept his discipline and never let anyone get past him. He was very good uh, throughout the game. So for me, Lissandro Martinez would be my man of the match. Um, and he did that performance. He was pretty shocking. Uh, against Liverpool. So for him to come back is, of course, very, very vital. But I thought Scott McTominay looked really good today as well. Maybe because he was playing, you know, it was his sort of game where it was a deep line defence. So he doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have to be that proactive. He doesn't have to be that uh, expansive. But I thought what, what I saw was glimpses of the Scott McTominay that I had seen in 2019. When I really thought he could be something, um, not necessarily a, a world-class player, but I thought he could be a linchpin in that midfield area. He had a really good start. Then he got an injury you know, in 2019 and then he was never the same player after that. But I saw glimpses of that today. I really thought there was something because there were a couple of times he was winning a lot of tackles. He was winning a lot of headers. But at the same time, he was also showing quick feet in his passing. He was not very ponderous. He was actually, you know, making good passes. Um, uh, he looked a little, he looked a lot more assured than Bruno Fernandes on the ball. That is saying something. Right? Bruno Fernandes is usually very, very good on the ball. But I thought McTominay outshined him on the ball today. Um, so that, that's saying something. So hopefully there's something there as well. You know, and there's opportunities, you know, because McTominay is going to be out now for a while, um, at least in the in the domestic game. So you've got uh, McTominay, Fred and Sabitza. There's going to be opportunities for someone to to step up perhaps and we'll see what happens. Anyway, smash a like if you enjoyed this video. Uh, do share your thoughts on the game. Share your thoughts on that, Do you think it was a red card? Do you think it was a penalty? I mean, I'd say yes to both, but... I know there's always opinions around, floating around, and, and you let me know what you think. But um, yeah, it, it's it's a disappointing. It's, in some ways, it's one of those games which is surreal, isn't it? It's disappointing that you've drawn at home, but at the same time, it's kind of heartening to see the spirit of the team uh, and what they showed. But it's just one point from six now, and that is a problem because they're getting sucked into that top four race that you don't want to be getting sucked into it for Manchester United. The problem now is they've lost Casemiro and they've got some big games coming up. So how will they react to that? It will be interesting to see. I mean, you know, but and that's the conversation for another day. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. Take care. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Oh, do subscribe to our channel on YouTube, by the way, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I forgot to mention that. But yeah, please do that as well. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.